Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to Deckheads, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to Deckheads with your hosts, Nick and Anna. Broadcasting from the bottom of the boat, below, below deck. Ooh, I'm horny. All yacht talk all the time. I'm having a party. We're shoveling coal to keep this show afloat. I love cocaine. We're off the map in international waters. I need some drama, me. Hide that cocaine. Never. In my nose. Just so you know, I'm in an open relationship. Below deck. Woo! Below me. What? Deckhead. Hey, Anna. Hi, Nick. This is the show Deckheads, a show where every day we watch a new episode of Below Deck on Bravo. Bravo, and then we just yeah, it's Bravo. Talk about it. You nailed we it. We talk about it. Bravo. You're a king. Yeah. Bravo. 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 Bravo, Bravo. Our king. Bravo. Mm-hmm. It's Bravo. I don't think so, but mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Let's keep moving. Just like it's. Andy Cohen. I don't think so, but we should probably keep moving. Okay. <laughs> How are you doing today, Nick? I don't think so. Why don't we keep moving? Uh, what? What do you mean? Uh, not today, Tim. <laughs> I'm not Tim. I don't think so, Tim. No, no, no. This is Anna. Uh, <laughs> uh, why don't you tell our studio audience here in Detroit, Michigan, that uh, you're lying, Tim. <laughs> I think you had too much to drink this morning. <laughs> oh, Tim, you're incorrigible. Who is Tim and why do you keep calling me that? Look, why don't you go talk to your neighbor on the other side of the fence and then come back to me and hopefully you've learned a couple of things. 
Oh my god, you actually think I'm fucking Tim. I, you're Tim. Jiminy Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> <Jiminy> <laughs> crickets. This is my nightmare. Oh my gosh. I guess we had different childhoods. Uh okay. Well, thanks so much for listening, everyone. This is wait, different. Yes, of course we had different childhoods. This is season <laughs> five. This is season five, episode 11 of Below Deck Mediterranean, baby. We're doing mm. it. I think there's only nine episodes left after this. And then we're done, Nick. Wow. I can't wait to pretend to be sad about it. Um, is, are, is that going to be healthy for us to like not do this every single day? <laughs> oh, no. 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 No, we should just immediately go into a different show. Now we're doing Housewives. <laughs> no, 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 I can't. Every I can't. day. No, Could no, you no, imagine? No, no. How I much can't. would they need to pay you extra? How much? I can't do this for much longer. Mm, a daily? I would do it for an extra $1,000 a day. I, I work on two daily shows. Yeah, well, look. That's we disgusting. all work on other stuff, all right? I know, but I work on two daily shows. That's disgusting. Yeah, but at least you don't have to talk on them. No. Both. Okay. That's facts. Facts. Yeah. So technically, while we're talking about this, the season that's airing five hasn't finished yet. Like, we have basically caught up. And the weird thing is, we are going to catch up and be current, like, the week before the finale airs. So we're going to have to wait. Watch the finale live and then record about it. Hmm. How wild is that? Uh, yeah, I mean, we could, but you you know that no one will hear it for months. Well, not months, probably like weeks. Months? Weeks. Are we not months ahead? No. What the season? Fuck? Season seven is airing right now. What the So fuck? next is sailing and then this one. No. Y'all. No. This has been the year of deckheads for us because we got a global pandemic and then just like gave people so much fucking content during it. Oh my God. We kind of own the pandemic. I, I've been reading a lot of think pieces about how we kind of, I don't know, saved the country. I wouldn't really say that. Yeah. I mean, I guess you don't have to because other people are saying it for us, I guess. It's crazy, but it's true. All right. Well, um, yeah, let's get into this episode. So Great. we continue with Kiko having left the charter and me crying my fucking eyes out over it because this is just not fair. It's just not fair. It's just not we fair. We are real friends. <laughs> yes, <laughs> because you and I, we were real friends forever. Yeah. And you'll see me in Australia. I will see you in Australia. Kiko! And you will come to Brazil. Well, I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're friends, but I don't think I'm going to go to Brazil. Kiko, when you go away, I go away from you. Doesn't work as well. <laughs> yeah, you really crammed that one in there. Yeah, well, that's what content is, baby. No. Oh, okay, my bad. So Hannah says it shouldn't have gone down that way. Kiko's such a good person. And Rob's like, you are also a good person. <laughs> and Hannah's like, mm, I don't know if you've seen the rest of these shows. <laughs> Hannah's like, no. 
Even Hannah's like, bro, you got to go back and watch the first four seasons. I am not a good person. I'm good TV, mm. but I am not a good person. I love wow. Kiko, and I've come a long way emotionally and maturely, which is not a word, but whatever. Maturely. But I am not a good person like Kiko is a good person. Like, Kiko's a fucking angel on earth. Yeah. It's incredible how many words you don't know how to pronounce. Uh, maturely? Yeah, because they're not even weird words, you know? Yeah. But you just can't do it. You're not dumb. And it's, I, it's it's just funny that your brain has a little block in it. I have a friend. We need to see if we can unblock your brain. I have a friend who, born and raised yeah, Bay right. Area with me, right? She has the weirdest accent. I've, I don't, this has been over the years. She has like picked up the dumbest accent. She's always like, she talks like that. And I'm like, what is this accent? That's so hot. It's, it's, I haven't really said anything to her about it. And it's not like she'll ever listen to this. So it doesn't matter. But like, it's idiotic. I'm sorry. It's so strange. Also, she's the type of person who, if she did listen to this, she'd have no idea this was about her. She'd be like, who is that person you're talking about who talks That's like that? That's so awful. <laughs> Look, if I was that person, I would like recognize that and like change a man. But like, she's not always, spo- like she used to speak like a normal person. And then over the years, she just, her voice, she just started talking like that. And I oh, just wow. don't know what to say. And I like, don't, you know, it's like, but it's like one of those things where it's like, I don't see her enough. For me, it'd be worth for me to be like, hey, so why do you talk like that? You know? Mm-hmm. So I just like ignore it. But that's, it's so silly to me. Like, even my, like, other friends have been like, she's talking weird, right? And I'm like, yeah, she's picked up an accent. But it's like an accent that's like, uh, it, it's almost foreign, but not. It's very strange. Like, it's like. You hate to see it. Where were you raised? Weird. The Bay Area is where she was raised. No excuse. Actually, I have another friend who went to Israel and he was in the IDF for a while, the Israeli Defense Forces, born and raised in the Bay Area as well. He went to Israel and he came back and he was like, and his family's Israeli, but like they all live in America. But he came back. He was maybe in the army two or three years. Comes back and just full on has this like a thick Israeli accent. And I was like, dude, it doesn't work that way. Like, I don't understand what you're... He's like, uh, sorry, English hard... F-. Like, it was nonsense what he was doing. <laughs> like, it was... We were all like, dude, come on. Good for him. <laughs> I love that for him. These fucking friends of mine are all fucking weirdos, dude. Yeah. Well, I mean, does that surprise you? It doesn't surprise anyone else. Okay. Well, I hope none of my friends hear this and be like, well, I hope the friends who have also witnessed this with me are like, totally, dude. But the friends who I am talking about, I hope they never hear this. Interesting. Got it. I wrote all this down. Cool. Yeah. Email it out to everyone. Sure. So, yeah. um, Bugs asks Malia if she thinks her and Tom would work well in the galley together because there's some talk that maybe Tom will take the chef position. (laughs) And Malia's like, yeah, he's like super chill in the galley. Which to me, because it's Malia, means that this guy is probably not chill in the galley. Mm-hmm. Like anytime Malia says something, I believe the opposite because mm-hmm. there is something so deeply shady about Smart. Malia. Smart. And we will fi- we'll see it at the end of this episode how this bitch can really turn on you. 
But Malia's like, but he would not be cool with how messy this galley is. And Bugs is like, yeah, totally. And I'm like, first of all, I thought he was super chill. Sounds like he's not very chill in the galley if he loses his mind over like a somewhat unorganized galley. Get out of here. Anyway, these two bitches need to get the fuck out of here with all their judgment. All right. It's tip meeting time. Captain Sandy says the charter is a business and it's never easy. And even though shit was going down with like Kiko and the food, it never affected the clients. And she thanks the team for that because that's like true professionalism. And to which I say, Sandy, I hate you. And we learn that they got a 20K tip. Wow. Big money, money player. Sorry, I said that. Thank you. And yeah, they get the day off tomorrow because they get to go to some beach club paid by the owner. Is that good? Uh, These beach clubs always look whack as fuck, dude. Honestly. Really? I do not want to go hang out at any of them. I'm always like, I want to go to there. I never want to go to there. Why? I don't just, there's nothing there that I would normally think of doing. A pool? I don't go in the pool. Why? I love not, pools. Not everyone's a pool boy, Anna. Okay, first of all, no one said you were a pool boy. You just you don't even like. Well, a wouldn't quick I dip? have to be? You don't like a quick dip? No. Okay, you're crazy. This shirt no. stays on at parties for sure. Wait, are you a swim with your shirt guy? No. Okay, then what are you talking about? That's why I don't go to the fucking pool, you dunko. Oh, because you can't take your shirt off physically. Because I won't. It comes off. It's not fused to my skin. Mm, clearly it is. I just, it's not worth how uncomfortable it makes me and oh. others. Okay, first of all, if it shouldn't matter how uncomfortable wow, others are. Anna, that's because a real good you're, lesson. You're beautiful. <laughs> you fixed You are beautiful. <laughs> I don't care what anyone says wow. about you, Nick. You're Nobody beautiful. Nobody says anything. What do you think's going on here? <laughs> I don't know. You're implying that people are like, ah! when you take your shirt off. I don't think I did. I don't think anyone. <laughs> I don't think when I take my shirt off, it feels like I'm, uh, uh, what's that guy hitting on others Buzz? uncomfortable. Peter? Pete. Pete, Pete? Yeah. Pete. Yeah. Well, I think you're beautiful. Who gives a shit? It's, you're right. It doesn't matter what others think about you, Nick. That's what I'm saying. So take that beautiful shirt off. It only matters what I think. And so I, I guess I win loved. this conversation. I just want imagine you to feel what. Loved imagine talking someone gorgeous. into something. It's never happened. So take your let's shirt move off, on. bitch. Take your shirt off. Oh my god, this is the worst. Why is this I still won't happening? Force you. I this won't force is you to take what. Your shirt this off. is what I'm afraid of right here. Is someone screaming, take no, your shirt off? You, you doing anything. Yes. I'm terrified I love of that you. as a reality. I love you you and talking your to me, shirt. honestly. I love is you and too your much. Shirt. Yeah. So that's me kissing your shirt. <clears throat> where were we? <laughs> Have we you even saying, started talking about this show? You saying you hate beach clubs. That I gotta take this phone call. So you talk for the next 45 minutes. Mm. I hate beach clubs. It's, they're stupid. Do you, do you actually have to take a phone call or what's going on? No, I just uh, got some messages. Got a new uh, Patreon subscriber. You know, no big deal. God, your life is so great. Yeah. So anyway, everyone's anyway, working on... Anyway, subscribe to the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Get Rich Nick. And uh, if you listen to Get Rich Nick, you know, if you don't, then don't do that. 
Anyway, what were you talking about, Anna? I'll, yeah, so I'm, I'll cut you off a piece of anyone who says that they came to my Patreon from this show. I'll, I'll give you $1. No, it's you really shouldn't. I um, won't. Okay, perfect. So, yeah, everyone's working on flipping the boat before that night. And Alex says he got waxed before this. He literally got his chest waxed, apparently, wow. before coming on here. Uh, and his back, I guess. And he says it's growing back already. And and Bugs is like, okay, I'll wax you. Which I'm like, okay. And Malia's boyfriend's coming. And she's like, I'm going to ask Captain Sandy if you can stay on the boat with us that night. And he's like, okay. And she's like, yeah, it'll probably be okay because Captain Sandy wants to meet you. And he's like, what? And he's like, so we kind of need a chef. And he's like, I'm not really ready to like cook right now. And he seems confused. And she's like, well, just meet Captain Sandy. And we'll she's see like, how it nobody goes. cares about your stupid opinion, Tom. <laughs> you work on the show now, Tom. If you date me, you do as I say. Don't you understand? I'm the bosun. I matter. Well, I mean, I do think she matters. Sure. And uh, Malia says the only reason Tom can visit her is because he's on the way to the UK to see a sick family member. So some some personal things are weighing in on him right now. So he might not take the job or he probably will because it's a reality TV show. And I can't imagine him saying no to that opportunity. Yeah, he's going to get extra money. These people, every time they see a $100 bill, they're like, I will whip my dick out and stick it in literally any member of the crew to get that $100. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, yeah, this is like an extra $1,000 a day. And he's going to say no. Yep. Good luck. He'll take the job. Trust me. He'll take it. What do they make? $300 a day for to be on a TV show? I have no 100. idea. They probably got some. How much do the below deck cast members make per episode? Oh, they make between a thousand. No. Yeah, right. Oh, the Bravo only pay the cast a small appearance fee. Yeah. With the remainder Look. of their salary and wages being paid by the super yacht charter company i've done enough deep cable to know exactly how much these people are getting paid so second and third stews would earn about 50k deckhands earn between 40 to 52 and the chef takes home about 52 to 72 but that's like good for like six weeks right mm-hmm hmm. and then it says kate chastain stands to earn between 62 and 75 per season. That's wild. That's actually a lot of money for six weeks worth of work. That's not bad. That's not that great. For six weeks? That's people's yearly Wait, say salary. It, again? it was like 42 to 50 and then Chief Stews could earn like 62 to 70 or something like that. Yeah, these numbers are all suspect. But per season. Yeah, usually suspect. suspect. That's someone's I don't Yearly believe salary it. salary versus six weeks on a boat? No. I do not believe that. I don't believe it. I think okay. numbers on the internet are wrong, usually. I've seen okay. what you're looking at, uh, you know, because I've looked this up a thousand times, and I just, yeah. I don't believe that. Okay. Okay. I think the small appearance fee is fucked up, especially when they like, like someone like Kate Chastain should be fucking paid, you know? Whatever. Well, so, I don't care. Captain Sandy is calling around looking for a chef and getting nowhere. She's like, yes, I understand everyone's looking for a chef, but I need one. And this is a TV show. 
And Bug says her sister worked with Tom. <laughs> what if she just said that? What if for, what, for some reason they just broke the fourth wall? Yeah. That they're always trying to preserve? Yeah. They didn't. Bug says apparently her sister match made Tom and Malia because the three of them worked together while they were on a boat and her sister was Malia's roommate and Tom expressed interest in Malia and her sister set them up. Just. Wow. I mean, everyone knows each other. And so Bugs is going to wax Alex's back now. And he says it makes him look good, even though it's very painful. And I'm like, yes, it's waxing, bitch. And then the way how quickly she was like, and here's some wax that I have ready to wax you. Like they just have all these supplies just in case. They wax. Have you seen Bugs? She waxes. You know, you don't put on that many accessories and forget to wax. You crazy that's, all the time. That's true. All these people wax. And so Malia's boyfriend also, arrives. I want to take back the term psycho. Please. I want it so bad. Give give oh. it back to me. Oh, no. I give thought you meant back. like you want to like give it back. Like I you want it stop back. saying it. Because no. no doctor has ever went to someone and said, I don't know what your diagnosis is. You're psycho. Um, it's just an ableist slur, apparently. Um, it isn't. So- I mean, no one else has expressed this opinion to me, and I really don't think it's what we need to be focusing on. So I'm taking it back. Hey, and man. if anybody has a problem with that legitimately, feel free to write me. Okay. Use the hashtag, to don't take it back. But if you do agree with me, write to me on Twitter using the hashtag, take it back. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm just done. Sounds good. So, yes, Malia's boyfriend arrives and she brings him up to meet the crew. And literally, Bugs is in the middle of waxing uh, Alex when Malia brings her boyfriend to meet them. And it's like such a weird scene. And her boyfriend's like, that is the weirdest meeting I've ever had. (sighs) Tom's British, by the way. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm British. Did I nail that accent? No, it was terrible. You sounded like freaking Don Cheadle in Ocean's Eleven. Ridiculous. So, oh, yeah, we're going to break into a safe. Well, okay, so look. Yeah, I'm going to be like one of 11 guys. Okay, cool. Why am I doing this accent? For literally no reason. It's not in my character that I'm British. Yeah, I'm doing this because I feel like I, I got to do an accent if I'm going to feel like an actor, if I'm working on a movie like this. Also, they're not paying me enough to do Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle gets nominated for Oscars and Emmys. This actor, he will never get nominated for anything. I am shook by your behavior right now. How good it is? Yes. <sighs> You're... You're so good. One of the best? Yeah, I agree. Everyone agrees. All right, where are we at? at? Let's keep it moving. So Bugs apparently has set up a romantic guest cabin for Malia and Tom by putting flowers and little red dots that write out M and T. Ooh, romance is in the air. And Malia says it's extremely hard to maintain a relationship while on boats. And when they first met, they were in Fiji and knew each other for like four weeks. And then she was in New Zealand and he was in the UK. And they just get time where they can. And she says that he's definitely worth fighting for. And then says that she almost says that he might be the one. But then she's like, oh, my God, I almost said that. And I'm like, 
Yikes, honey bunches of oats. Because <laughs> things don't last. Wow. That's real ableist language. What? Yikes, honey bunches of oats? No, things don't last. Wow. The privilege you have when you say something like that, not everyone has that privilege is all I'm saying. Everybody else knows things don't last. You don't need to tell most people things don't last because they've experienced heartbreak and hardship in their life that you could only dream of. You've got both your parents. You're in a successful LTR and, uh, you know, you got to recognize your privilege. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Unfortunately, you've broken me. Mm-hmm. Let's Not hard. Take a quick break. Not hard to do. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark, more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. And I am unbroken. Nick can't sully what's already been sullied, okay? My pants. So... (laughs) At the bar later that night, Hannah says she's jealous of Malia because she misses her boyfriend, Josh. Then she asks Rob and Jess to be her support system on the boat because she lost her friend, Kiko. And they're like, don't worry, Hannah, we'll be there for you. And Rob's like, I will be your friend. And then he's like, Hannah, you pretend to be Hannah. Oh, Rob... Sorry, I'm just having a bad day. I need my... I mean, I need a hug. 
but what about a joke? Oh, Rob, of course, you're so funny, Rob. Yes, of course, give me one of your patented Robisms. Ah, okay. What happened when the butcher backed into his meat grinder? Oh, Rob, um, let's see what happened when the butcher backed into the meat grinder. Actually, can you hold on one second? I've got to go have a cigarette. Oh, how are you going? How are you going? I've got to go get a cigarette, okay? I've got to go away from you. Okay, uh, sorry, that was longer than I thought. I had a few cigarettes. Rob, I'm back. What was your question? I said, what happened when the butcher backed oh, into the meat grinder? Sorry, my stomach. Oof, I've got to go to the restroom, okay, love? Uh, just give me one second. Oof. Okay, sorry. Yes, I realized that was quite a bit longer than most trips to the loo. But I'm back. Well, okay, now, what happened when the barber backed into the pole? Is that what you were saying? No, I said, what happened when the butcher backed into his meat grinder? Mm. He got what? a little behind in his work. Sorry, I was out of the room. I <laughs> had to take a phone call from Unfortunately, my Unfortunately, Hannah, I cannot help you any further. Sorry, we're with, but you were my only friend. What kind of music do mummies listen to? This hmm. is your last chance, by the way. Okay, wow, great, yes. Actually, I've got to go talk to Captain Sandy once. Rap music. To... Okay, I've got to go. Goodbye, Rob. Goodbye, Hannah. I will miss you. And scene. Wow, looked like it actually cheered Hannah up a lot. Yeah, she, she was doing better than ever. So, uh, yeah, after they say they'll be there for her, Hannah says that she loves the table decor on Bug's head and neck. And I must say, tonight, it's so much. She has like a giant shell connected to her necklace. I took a photo of it because I was like, okay, yes. She is... I understand accessorizing... But honey, you do look like your table decorations. And I don't know what came first, the accessories or the tables, but this is just getting ridiculous. Go look at her go look at our Instagram right now. Look at the photo. What is going on? No. So much accessories. I just don't like personally, I'm someone who can't wear a ton of accessories. I'm just not comfortable in that. Do you think one day she's gonna be like, okay, screw it, just eat off of me? I mean, look, I'm, I've decorated the perfect table. Me. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure she's got some kinks and I'm not going to shame her. So Hannah heads back to the boat by herself afterward to eat curry in bed because she doesn't want to hang out with these losers. And the rest of the boat is officially coupled off. It's Bugs and Alex, Malia and Tom, Rob and Jess. Uh-oh, this season's going to get boring. And that night on the boat, Jess tells Rob she loves him back finally. And let me tell you, this relationship is absurd and happening too fast. And it's the next day. Wow. Wowery. You're right, Nick. Wowery. Wowery. Yeah, wow. So, wowery. So, oh, um, no, wow. Just wowery. Wow. Wowery. Malia introduces Tom to Captain Sandy, 
And Captain Sandy is loving his resume. She is salivating over this fool's resume. And then she asks to speak to Tom by himself so she can try and suck the soul out of him and get him to do this job for her. And she's like, You're, you have a dream resume, Tom. A dream resume. You've worked for all these captains I know. You have this training I'm obsessed with. Tom, don't you understand? I can't look at a resume and pick the right chef to save my life. I need you, Tom. I need you. Do us this favor, Tom. Captain Sandy legit begs this fool to work for her. And Tom goes, well, I guess I can't say no to a woman who's threatening to kill me and cut off my balls unless <laughs> I work for her. Little Oliver Twist is like, more soup, please. Yeah, I don't really know what I'm doing with that. And Tom says he will help because then he gets to spend more time with Malia uh, and the fact that uh, Captain Sandy threatened him. But he says he, if something happens to his uncle in the UK who's been sick, he will have to up and leave. And Captain Sandy's like, yeah, totally. I'll never let you leave. But yeah, totally. Whatever you need to hear in this moment to agree to this job. And you'll let me have sex with Malia, right? Because she doesn't seem to want to. It's almost like every time I try to have sex with her, she's got to get out lady porn. And then she just, she asks me to leave the room. And it's just confusing. But yeah, if I do this, if I do this charter... Uh, you have to you have to get Malia to be interested in me. I'm done talking. Usually when a the long silence <laughs> means I'm done. I just was thinking, is do you think Tom was the one that told Captain Sandy that Malia was secretly gay? That's that's what you think happened yeah. here? You think Tom yeah. was like, Captain Sandy seems like someone I can confide in right now. But why would Captain Sandy know and Tom would not know? Yeah. So uh, everyone's You've getting. You've got to think about these things, Anna. Sure. You've lost your goddamn mind. Yeah, I've lost my goddamn mind. You know what, Nick? I have a bone to pick with you, and you're right. You're always right. Mm-hmm. That's the bone I'm picking, is to let you know that you know me very well. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, whatever. Yeah, Captain Sandy hires old Tommy boy and everyone's getting ready to go to the beach club and Hannah keeps saying she doesn't feel very well. Her stomach is sick and that she'll join them later at the beach club. And Captain Sandy calls a meeting before everyone leaves to let them know that Tom is joining as a chef for the boat. And Hannah's face in this moment, oh God, she's not happy. She just looks shook more than anything. You notice that? She looks... Yeah. She's not having a good day. No. She having one of them bad days. Nah, get out of here, Hannah. I'm done. I mean, we had some lot of fun, a lot of good storylines, but you're boring this season. Everyone was more fun than you. I like Bugs a little better. I like Malia a lot better. I like Jess and Rob, and I like Alex, and I like even Pete. A better than you, a boobity boo. Bubbity boo, a bubbity boo, a chat, 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 a choo. Yeah, Hannah's not happy, and she says she foresees trouble in the horizon with this Tom situation. And boy, is that trouble literally 20 minutes away. So everyone heads to the beach club, and it's beautiful. And like I said earlier, I want to go to there, but Nick does not. What are you, Tina Fey? Yeah. 
We're done saying I want to go to there, dog. I love that. That's we're like one done of my favorite. That's one that. of my favorite lines from 30 Rock is I want no. to go to there. We're done, dude. Look, we had a good run, all you white ladies, but it's over. That's one of the most racist things you can say. Anyway, back to you. No more silences. Please talk. I think the beach club is great and I want to go to there. Jess says there are many good selfie spots. And then basically Rob and Jess are on top of each other on the loungers and immediately very much PDA-ing. Thus is life. 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 When you're two hotties with bodies, you gotta grind in public. You don't have to. You get to. If it was us, we would be fucking asked to leave. But they're like, yes, this would be good for our customers. Our customers can fap to these. Fap, 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 fap. Yes, so Malia and Bugs Everybody! Fap. So Malia and Bugs don't believe that Hannah is sick. And the rest of the crew's like, who cares if she's faking? It's fine. She's a grown-ass woman. She doesn't have to do shit she doesn't want to do. Like, who cares? And I agree, like, who cares? She doesn't have to go to the beach club with you guys. Whatever. Did you hear me? I said, whatever. Yeah. So I took your cue and I, whatever it is, I don't care. Whatever. So um, everyone goes paddle boarding and Jess has Rob take a bunch of hot pics of her. Back on the boat, Captain Sandy checks on Hannah, who's in bed. And she says that, Captain Sandy says she can see that Hannah's alone and it's sad for her. And she wants to see how she can, how she'll be able to shift her mood for this next charter. And she says she will be there for Hannah if Hannah needs it. I'm like, Hannah does not fuck with you, Captain Sandy. Yeah, fuck off, Sandy. So they go out to dinner after the beach club, and it's kind of boring without Hannah that there. Like, that whole day, like, they had nothing going on, so it was, like, so quick. Uh, like, the edit, like, there was nothing to show because Hannah wasn't mm-hmm. there to, like, talk shit to anyone. Yeah, like, I, we were kind of excited to see, like, Alex and Bugs maybe hook up, but they're so fucking boring, and Bugs sucks so hard. That nothing fucking fun happens even Do you remember, for a second. Like ten minutes, not even ten minutes ago, like three minutes ago, you were singing a song about how you didn't like Hannah as much and you like Bugs more. Shut up. Okay, just making sure I'm holding you accountable. Shut up. <laughs> I will shut up, and I'll move on with my life. Thank you. So, uh, Tom apparently worked under Gordon Ramsay in London, which Alex is like, wow. So, like, what was that like? And Alex is such a fucking Midwestern, yes, chooch dog. What the fuck is a chooch dog? I, I, well, it accurately got across what I was trying to. So, I think you know. (laughs) All right, it's just like like a Midwestern, like just fucking all American man who's just like, wow, you met a celebrity. And you're like, bro, you know you're on TV right now, right? So anyway. Yeah, also, you know who charters yachts, right, idiot? Celebrities. Every, but you have met celebrities if you've been in yachting for more than three minutes. You and I, we meet celebrities all the time. So this is weird for us, you know, because we're so deeply ingrained in the industry. Yeah. You know that table read that Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt and... Shia LaBeouf did. Vaguely, yeah. Yeah, I do. Of Fast Times. Right, yes, yes. At Dane Cook's house. I mean, they were all on Zoom, but sure. 
Yeah, but he put it together. Okay. And he lives at his house. Yes, sure. So anyway, uh, that's like our daily life, right? Yes. Just go with it. We're agents. Just go with Correct. it. Correct. I'm friends with Brad Pitt. Go with it. Shia. Well, yeah, fuck. what's up? Oh, sorry, sorry. I thought you meant for me to talk. But I'm not allowed to talk during these, right? It's me, Shia. No. Okay, bye. Um, wow, he was right up there on the mic. He actually grew up with Miles of Gray, and they were in a Miles of Gray, Miles Gray, and they were in a rap group together in high school. All right. Yes, I so, did know that. Tom says that he has pretty classical training, and his mom was disappointed when he wanted to be a chef because I didn't understand what he said exactly. He said she went to Cajun college and did cooking for the queen. But she hated it, and his dad was also a chef lecturer, but he was a raging alcoholic, so he hasn't seen him since he was young. And that his mom, that's what his mom saw his future as, and she said, if you're going to be a chef, you have to do it properly. So he did. It's like, if your mom is that sensitive about you being a chef, maybe don't go on TV, because like, if one wrong move, it's broadcasted to the whole world, and your mom's going to be disappointed. So they bring up new cabin arrangements for the couples, and they're all very into it. And Jess says she feels like their relationship is on steroids, but it's fun and scary at the same time. And Bug says she will not be okay bunking with Hannah. But Malia's like, well, you need to grow up because everything's about me, Malia. Well, she said that. (laughs) Well, she implied it. She's like, you need to grow up and be mature. And it's like, how about this, Malia? Go fuck yourself. Rob says, let's make like a baby and head out of here. Get out of here. Now, I heard this, and look, you know I'm always ready to laugh. Sure. But this one, I'm not sure I got it. Well, it's like a baby leaving a stomach, right? Like, or like a Yeah, yeah, I got that. I got that level of it, for sure, you know? But what m- my question was is how, that's refer- how that is ever used to refer to a baby leaving the room. Because it isn't. I understand that a baby leaves the room, but that's not a saying people use. Um, unfortunately, I really can't comment further. He should say, let's act like a baby and kick out. No, head out of here makes sense because if they come head first, right? Oh, they said get out of here. Oh, he may have, but I heard it as head out of here because that's how yeah, it makes sense Yeah, no, you're me. trying to make it more clever than it was. You can't save him. What do you mean? You can't save him. Okay. They leave and they go back to the boat and it's the next day. But guess what's the next day? But we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back after these breaks. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. 
It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Back. Nice. I'm mama. Cool. So, Malia and Bugs are talking shit because Hannah didn't text the stews that night to tell them what time to be up and what they should do in the morning. But you know what? Fuck y'all bitches. Who cares? You know what to do. It's what you do every single fucking morning. Cold-blooded. I think, like, Malia takes any opportunity to talk shit about Hannah because she's a fucking shady bitch. And Malia talks to Hannah about cabin r- arrangements, and Hannah says she'll talk to Bugs, but she's not really into it. And then Hannah goes and talks to Bugs about how they're in such a good place right now, and it feels like it'd be too much for them to live together because they're trying to maintain the work relationship. And I agree with this. They barely like each other, and you want to put them in the same room together and hope it doesn't fucking blow up in your face? Okay. Um. Also, Hannah, maybe hide your drugs. <laughs> well, yeah, that's... Rule numero uno. That's a given. Hide yo drugs. Hide your drugs. Hide your drugs. You better hide your motherfucking drugs. Hide your drugs. Yeah. Hide your drugs. I will. Hide your drugs. I will. So Hannah reports her conversation with Bugs back to Malia. And of course, Malia's like, well, this isn't fair. And she continues to make a fuss about it. And Hannah's not impressed and is like, just don't bang your boyfriend for two weeks, whatever. And then Malia says, well, Tom wouldn't have joined this boat if he wasn't able to share a room with me. So then get a new chef. And it's like, yeah, fine. Cool. Bye, Tom. Who cares? Well, I don't care. I don't think you remember how eager Captain Sandy was. Yeah, well, guess what? Malia goes and bitches to Captain Sandy about her problems. And of course, Captain Sandy's like, I love you, Malia. And she tells everyone, while Hannah's off the radio having a cigarette, that the couples get to room together. So Hannah doesn't even hear that. So next charter meeting with Captain Sandy, Malia, Hannah, and Tom. 
And we learn a guy named Isaac Martinez, who's the CEO of his dad's tech company, is coming on board. Uh, were you able to get likes and dislikes? Uh, yeah, I got that dumb first sheet. You know what? Likes and dislikes suck, and I'm done with them. Hmm. But I got the first sheet. Okay. I haven't had an interesting like or dislike in years. Okay. Oh, we haven't been now, doing the show for years, but okay. Isaac Martinez and Ashley Martinez. Huh, they have the same last name. Location, Lake Mary, Florida. Isaac is the CEO of the family business, a financial technology company started by his father. Well, really? Wow. Now this guy really pulled himself up by the bootstraps. This silver spoon prick father. While Isaac is working, his wife Ashley tends to their kids. Wow. What privilege. And I bet they're like morally superior. Well, the wife shouldn't work. Uh, Self-proclaimed stay-at-home trophy mom. Ha. Ha. Ah, I wonder how much money she gave to Black Lives Matter. Joining Isaac will be his older brother, Jacob, who is the co-CEO. I bet it is. I bet he is. His brother's the co-CEO. Wow. I mean, what was that decision-making process like? And ex-paratrooper. Okay, one cool thing. And constant thrill seeker. Okay, that's not great because that's going to end up in a lawsuit. The Martinez brothers admit to having a very good-natured sibling rivalry and are always trying to one-up each other, although ultimately it doesn't matter because you're both rich for free. Isaac and Jacob's father, Jared, will be joining this crew as well. Whoa, hey, now, nah, what a treat for him. Spending some of his money rather than just handing it over to his sons all the time. Jared has worked hard his entire life to build the family empire, I'm sure. Uh, on the backs of, uh, hmm, doesn't mention, Jared is bringing his girlfriend, Tatiana, along on the trip. Yes, an old guy's girlfriend. Nothing like, nothing better than that. Jacob's wife, Whitney, is also a stay-at-home mother who loves to travel. Her top request for the trip is to have her champagne glass full at all times. All right. And then I hope she's the one driving. To top off this family affair, Whitney's fun uncle, Paul, read gay, will be on the trip with his girlfriend, Renee. Yeah, that's what they call it. Uh, Paul's an entrepreneur who owns one of Central Florida's largest AC companies. Congrats, bud. I wonder whose dad died and gave that to him. Renee works as a pharmaceutical rep. Of course she was. She does. She shoves her tits in people's faces and uh, fills the Sackler family coffers. Back to you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, this is definitely... You don't um, think I put a little too much of my own opinion in that, do you? No. Oh, good. Not at all. Good. Okay, so yes, like you said, CEO, dad company, dad and brother are coming with, blah, blah, blah. They want to celebrate some business achievement of 100K users, blah, blah, blah. They want a beach picnic, blah, 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 snorkeling and fishing. They want an Arabian Nights-themed party with two belly dancers. Arabian Nights. Blah, blah, blah. Arabian dreams. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. They want beautiful plating with Michelin star food. Blah, blah, blah. They want fluid. Very interesting. Flute. Now, is that another one of the words you can't pronounce? Yes. Food? Fluid. Wow. 
after the meeting, Bugs tells Hannah that Captain Sandy made the decision that the couples can room together. And Hannah says that this is turning into a stupid power struggle with Malia, and she doesn't want to play this game with her. She's like, whatever, you dumb little weirdo. And Malia's packing up her room and says, everyone's afraid of Hannah, but not her, because she's some tough, evil girl who only cares about herself. And it's like, Hannah is so low-key this season. Like, she doesn't give a shit about you. Just mind your own business. Yeah, why do you think she's so low-key? Hmm, I, I bet we'll never find out. I think because she's fucking tired and has her CBD pen and her Valium. But anyway, Malia takes a picture of CBD something. CBD pen? It's not a CBD pen. Yeah, it is. You've never seen those it's CBD pens? THC pen. I don't think so. I think it was CBD. Why? Because that's what she said it was. Later on, I read an interview. She said, it's just a CBD pen. And I've seen, I have friends who have CBD pens like that. It's just to fucking chill yeah. them the fuck out. You know why? Because CBD is not illegal. Yeah. That's why she's saying that. It's not a CBD pen. She doesn't say that in the moment. If it was, she'd be like, uh, it's CBD. And then she would show her how it was CBD. It's not a CBD. It's a select uh, weed pen. I've had that exact brand. Yeah, but you can get the fucking... Uh, cartridges as just you can but she didn't i just can't imagine she's like smoking weed like that why everyone smokes weed yeah but she seems like she just needs it for her anxiety and panic attacks like she seems like high stress off your rocker i think you're off your rocker i I am concerned for you everyone just is like smoking weed all the time but she doesn't seem like the type to be like why does this imply everyone's smoking weed all the time she had a weed pen the odds that the weed pen is a cbd pen are minuscule i just don't think it was she wouldn't have risked it for a cbd pen Yes, she would have. She wouldn't have risked it oh for a weed Oh, my God. Pen. You don't know, even know what CBD is. It's a okay. placebo that people lie about. They just spray it on pizza at the pizza place and advertise CBD pizzas. I've seen this. It's nothing. It's like aspirin, maybe. Well, people like it and people use it. Like, I have actual friends who have CBD pens that they use for their anxiety. Look, I've, I have, have weed friends in it who have bought CBD pens. They don't want to get I don't have high. friends who take CBD pens like, you know, in international waters. Well, But also, a weed pen is fine. Just fucking hide it. I have taken pens all over this, uh, this fucking planet. Yeah, and so have I. But- everyone is fine with it. I agree. I'm just saying she doesn't seem like the type who wants to be like high and distracted like that. I It feels based off how we've gotten to know her is that she has a lot of anxiety and stress. So it would make sense that she would have a CBD pen because she'd be like puffing on it to chill the fuck out. Yeah. I just can't believe you're falling for it. But I mean, she doesn't seem high like that. Yeah. She is, but... Because I've been fucking high off those pens. Those pens are strong. I couldn't remotely do the work she would be doing if I was that high. She's not getting high and working. She's getting high to go to sleep. I don't, it feels like, like she takes and, the Like Valium. a normal person. That's but, usually how people who it, smoke weed every day I think she do takes it. the Valium to go to sleep. No, she takes Valium to get through her door. I don't know. Look, well, we don't know. We're just speculating. I'm right. You're wrong. What's next? Okay. Well... Malia takes a photo of basically a pen, a lighter, and some, like, a clear prescription container of Valium. And Jade says, not Jade, Jess says she doesn't like the pressure of rooming with Rob 
Because what if she needs to go to the bathroom and she needs her space? Then around 10 p.m. that night, Captain Sandy gets a text saying that they that this person needs to report something. They have to. They just can't move on without reporting this. And yeah, and that's where they sent her the photo of the oil, uh, the oil pen, the lighter, prescription box of Valium, and Hannah's passport carrier to clearly emphasize it's her. Um, I took a photo of the photo. I'll post it on Instagram. You guys can tell me what's your thoughts on this. Because to me, the Valium container being so clearly in a prescription container, you think she went and like bought that off the streets? Like, she's clearly prescribed Valium because she's fucking tripping all the time. Uh, you don't know that. You, you can get, you can buy stuff. Yeah, you can. If could, you want stuff, you can buy it. I can't. It comes it just, in what it comes in. I don't think that proves anything. It just feels like so sterile in a way that, like, I've just never bought drugs like that, you know? Yeah, well, I don't know what to tell you. Things are different. I buy drugs differently every year. <sighs> differently i guess i've also never like bought valium like that like just in general i don't buy valium like from drug dealers so i guess that would make sense mm-hmm. i'm not like hey man you got any prescription value <laughs> stupid okay it's the next day so captain sandy that morning asks someone named david where did david come from is he a ghost of a first mate or an engineer? Jesus. Ooh, it just got so cold in here. So is this does this guy work on the boat or does he work on the show? He he's wearing a Wellington shirt, so I'm assuming he works on the show. But I can't remember the names of the three guys they introduced at the beginning. So it could have been one yeah. of the engineers of the first mates or just some other dork, but I don't know. So anyway, David comes into her office and she explains that she needs to go through the protocol and procedure and needs David to sit there and be the witness. And Hannah comes by to be like, is this robe yours? And Captain Sandy's like, perfect timing. I need you in here. She's like, sit down. And then she's like, Hannah, it's been brought to my attention that you have drugs on board. And Hannah's like, uh, what? And that's where the episode ends. Yeah, she was like, huh? What? (laughs) High guy says what? She's not high. She's just fucking over it. But, uh, yeah. Boat facts with Nikki T's. Tell us your dumb boat facts so we can get out of here. Okay, Anna. I'm sure you, of all people, have heard this next phrase. Three sheets to the wind. The fuck? Why would I have heard that? Anna, let's be truthful. It's another term for being drunk, uh-huh. inebriated, sure. Anna. As fuck? in, after six beers, Anna's three sheets to the wind. Okay, sure. This expression is generally thought to refer to the sheet that is a rope or chain that holds one or both lower corners of a sail. If the sheet is allowed to go slack in the wind, i.e., the sheet has been loosened. The sail flaps about and the boat is tossed about much as a drunk staggers. Having three sheets loose would presumably make the situation all the worse. Another explanation holds that two or four sheets to the wind, the boat is balanced, whereas with three, it is not. And that is Boat Facts with Nikki. I feel like you've probably been more three sheets to the wind than I have. 
Not sure what that means. Looks like you right now are pretty three suits to the wind. Hmm. What does that mean? It means you're drunk right now. It's obvious. You're always I'm drunk. been you've been drinking through this entire show. I've noticed it. I've smelt it on your breath. What the hell? How That's you, right. I, that was oh, is this a reference to Shia LaBeouf on the huh. Zoom? It's a reference to you, you buff boy. I'm a little buff boy. Yeah. Wow, that's nice. No, no one's ever said that about me before. Well, okay. Okay, bye. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. That was season five. Yeah, episode, I know it gets harder every day. Episode eleven of Below Deck Med. Oh my god, guys! We have nine episodes till we're done, and then after this, we're fully weekly. Fully. And then Anna and I will never speak again. I mean, that's the dream that we only have to speak once a week, if that. Um, If that, no. Well, yeah, because we're going to bring a guest in to be a real. Yeah, we'll probably do those interviews separately and we'll have an editor put them together. No, I was going to say that we will be like, and the guest will be there as a buffer. And I'll be like, can you tell Nick this? And he'll be like, can you tell Anna this? And we won't speak directly. And we'll use the buffer as if they are our our mediator. And uh, every guest will love doing our show because it'll be so chill and fun and not stressful. And like they're having to have their parents go through a divorce again. And trust me, I love that about us. All right, guys, thanks so much for listening. This has been Below Deck. Wait, this is not the show is deckheads but we talk about below deck you can follow us at deckheads pod on instagram and twitter you can email us at deckheadspod at gmail.com and queens kings lovers flovers leave us a five-star review nice please you don't understand man these five-star reviews they're like a drug to us they're like a cbd pen for me they relax me I get so high off this CBD pen. They're like CBD pens to me, too. They mean nothing to me. (laughs) It's true. Nick doesn't care about reviews because he's deeply, deeply a sick man like me. No, because uh, I'm comfortable with myself in my life. Not comfortable enough. Am I right, ladies? All right, guys. Uh, Check out our merch on Public. Look up Deckheads. It's also linked in our bios. Check it out. Check out Nick's Patreon. I'm at Anna Hosey and Nick is at Nick's Turners. And if anything happens to Nick, it would clearly was not me. This is the, the absolute proof. Okay, bye. Deckheads is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest 
to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.